0: Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, one, two, three. We are on the air. Thesis, everything is everything. I am your host, Jay Marie. How y'all doing out there today in Zombie Land? Coming to you live from Zombie Land. We're on the road today, and uh, been noticing some stuff that I need to talk to you guys about and uh kind of see what your opinion might be about might be about this um so we've been hearing <clears throat> about civil liberties a little bit lately hope you have at least or maybe you've been thinking about it um we've mentioned it a little bit on several other shows and i try to explain how how governments will push their boundaries during crisis uh, to extend their power, um, I'm looking at a Washington Times article uh, titled "Civil Civil Liberties Hang in the Corona Balance" by Cheryl K. Chumley. Um, let me read some of it to you. The Justice Department, according to quiet reports in the media, just asked Congress for special emergency powers for chief judges that would allow them to detain people absent. Trial and indefinitely over fears of coronavirus, let's I think that's pretty easy to understand right there. Basically, the courts are asking for the power to hold someone indefinitely outside of a trial, outside of, of probable cause, outside of the normal uh, processes of justice. Uh, Specifically, the proposal reported first by political would allow judges the power to pause court proceedings, including those of pre-arrest, post-arrest, pre-trial, trial trial and post-trial. In nature, a provision that would, in effect, allow for the indefinite holding of those individuals arrested for a crime. Uh, It's times like these, times of national crisis, times of national coronavirus emergency, that civil rights... Constitutional rights, God-given individual rights, become most valuable, most tested. I'm sorry, most vulnerable, most tested. It's times like these, though, they also become most necessary. It's far too easy for government to justify times of crises as cause for trampling the Constitution. Similarly, it's too far easy for citizens in times of crisis to cede certain constitutional rights for the greater good, for the security of our nation, for the health and safety of a larger population. And it goes on and on. Uh, let me see if there's anything more relevant here that I want to cover. Mm, okay, uh, we have some some words from... from uh, couple of quotes from Senator Mike Lee he said over my dead body and response to DOJ seeks new emergency powers Chuck Schumer said two words hell no Justin Amash Congress must loudly reply no so it looks pretty uni- um, pretty unified up in the um, up in the hill they wouldn't want this power to be given to to um, the Justice Department or any judge to be able to detain somebody. I mean it's bad enough. <clears throat> it's it's bad enough that we have examples um, of people's civil liberties being being trampled. I mean just look around all this all these closed stores because the county judge said so. You know? He doesn't have that right. We've, I've talked a lot about this here on the show and and my concern is that these that, that no one is fighting back and that these just uh, jurisdictions will continue to push. That's what they do. And if there is no pushback, they just they just keep at it. You know We hear, hear the story we just read about the DOJ. Um, you know, to be able to suspend uh, your, your due process rights in court Because of a threat of corona So, like, that could mean anything, you know That could mean somebody says you have it And you don't even feel sick And you could say, no, I don't even want to be tested That means they could come And drag you away test you, arrest you, hold you indefinitely and that should be very that should be very worrisome for you guys I know it is for me you know uh, I have a lot of libertarian tendencies uh, I am a small government uh, I, I think government has its place government has its place and it's enumerated limited powers in the constitution so I'm a constitutionalist originalist uh, but I believe the government can get too big so I have some liberta- uh, libertarian tendencies but this should, this should concern all of us because never mind the federal government they're, they're, see the, the department of justice falls under the, the federal government right but Judge Clay Jenkins in Dallas, he's a county judge. See, there's mayors out there in cities. The mayor of, of uh, Laredo, Texas, ordered everybody to wear masks when they are outside or get a $1,000 fine. See? But see, then you will have sheep. And uh, no, I was going to say I apologize for my language, but I'm not going to apologize because the sheep out there will say, well, yeah, you shouldn't be out there without a mask, blah, blah, blah. Why? Because they follow orders without questioning. Without questioning any of it. So, if you fall under that title, sheep, well. And see, this is the problem. Because there will be people out there, and I have seen stuff kind of going around a little bit on the socials. I have seen stuff to where there's a demonization of the other. We spoke about this before, about, about the other. And, and if you become a denier, a, a coronavirus skeptic of whatever label, that they could come up with, how how easily would it be for someone, you know, uh, to point to you, um, like for instance, the idea that if you're outside in Laredo, and and you're not wearing a mask, and you get a ticket, well, a $1,000 ticket, The idea that someone could agree—I mean, I'm sure some people don't agree with that, but others probably will agree, right? So we talked about the sheep mentality. The idea that someone could agree and say, "Yeah, he deserves a thousand-dollar ticket. Yeah, you deserve this. Oh, you don't want to get tested for Corona? Oh, yeah, they—they should arrest you. You know these." type of mentality is very dangerous because it pits us against one another already already. and it's bad enough that we're all trying to deal with the situation that we're in then keeping an eye on our governments on our mayors on our local authorities on what they are doing we have to juggle all these things Now we're not working now and now we got to watch out for all these regulations that are being put in place of be of it's ridiculous. It's crazy. It's just so much. But the I to me, one of the biggest concerns is that your property can be taken. There was a guy in New York was charged uh, federal charges because it, in the article, it said he was hoarding medical equipment, some masks, gowns, gloves, probably. So he probably saw this, this problem coming uh, and, and went and stocked up on the stuff. Maybe he was going to resell it. No telling. But see, he became an enemy. He became the target. Why? Because he was hoarding. Uh, masks and equipment. And it was easily to find people that say, yeah, he deserves it. I've heard people in conversations at the store or at the the park uh, who say, and on the socials who say, he deserves it. Like, what a jerk, you know? And see, that's a problem. Because what he did, he didn't steal it. It wasn't illicit, you know, it wasn't gotten illicitly, drug money or whatever. For the government to be able to take your property, there has to be cause. There has to be cause. Okay? You bought this house with drug money, therefore they can take your house, something like that. If you buy something lawfully, a lawful product, lawfully, and hold on to it, where is the crime? Where is the crime? there is no crime the reason it becomes a crime the way they try to put it on him is because they de- it it was it's been declared from above that it was a crime and it almost seems like 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 these jurisdictions are looking for people to make an example of oh oh y'all don't want to f- you know gov- government in a generic sense, government will always push its boundaries, will always test its power, no matter who is in charge, no matter who's on top, no matter what political party, because government is power. So every once in a while, you will, it will test its boundaries. It'll test itself. And it'll push those boundaries a little bit. So the guy who bought all this stuff, and I have no idea what his plan was, they didn't bother telling us in the article if he was gonna resell it or whatever. He could go to prison, federal prison now, because he got charged federally for a long time. Now we know, some of us who are familiar with the justice system know in cases like this, It is to make an example. So they'll bring him, they'll bring a bunch of charges. They'll have a list of charges um, read out to him. We're going to charge you with this, 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 all kinds of stuff. And they always find a way to throw in mail fraud, all of it. So, so, you know, and the trick is we, we load him up front with all of these charges, but then we'll offer him a plea deal to plead guilty to something lower. But see, the media is already out there about the bad guy who was hogging all the masks, went to jail and charged with all these charges. Okay, I doubt we'll hear if he takes a plea or whatnot, you know, because that's not the important part. The important part that that the world had to see was. Example, bad guy hogging up all the masks and example. We are the government, so we have the power. That's, that's the way we should see this, because that's the way it happens. Look, I know this thing can get us all in a, in a tizzy, okay? Corona, no corona, everybody's going to die. No, every time the numbers, media, nobody knows. What do we do? Stay home. All this craziness. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot to take in. But we got to stand firm on our rocks. You know when I say that. You know what I mean when I say that. Because in times like these. It's when these boundaries will be pushed. And if we are complacent. We lose our liberties. Little by little. Okay? Now. I know people do. Idiotic stuff, okay. I'm not gonna, I am not going to approve of in any way sanction or approve this behavior, but we are gonna look at this specific example that I'm gonna bring up and let's see if we can work through it a little bit, okay. Okay, there was a guy, there was so far I've heard of two instances, okay, some guy. Was at the Walmart, local Walmart, local store, whatever. He made a stupid video where he's licking the bottles of something on the shelf. You know? Uh, some stupid joke. Tape. Dumb joke, okay? But I dig, okay? You know, people want to be funny. So many people lost their shit on on the, on the medias, on the socials. And I read the, I read the, uh, I read some of the comments and sure enough, he should go to jail, they should arrest him, throw him in the slammer, charge him with attempted murder, all kinds of irrational, irrational things. Why? Because of the emotion that's being pushed behind this whole corona nonsense. Because now we gotta pick out the bad guy. Who's the bad guy? That guy. Okay, so this joke was stupid, nasty. I don't want to touch nobody's nasty-ass spit when I'm picking up the product off the shelf. Fine. He was charged with making terroristic threats, which is a federal offense. Okay. Now let's weigh that out. Whatever you may think, about what he was doing, right, and why, does that, does does the quote-unquote crime measure up to the punishment? He might be looking at 25 years in prison, federal prison, maybe, maybe even more. I have no clue but charged with making terroristic threats. That's the kind of stuff they charge with kids who make a joke about a bomb at school and then get arrested and hauled away, okay? These crimes are non-crimes. See, other in another time period, when we were, let's say we were last summer, no corona, no nothing, if somebody did that They might have been charged with a misdemeanor, mischievous something, because what he did, the action of licking the bottles or whatever, was not a crime, was not a crime. And I don't care what's going on. I don't care if there's a zombie virus going around. It is not a crime. We need to keep our eyes on this because. Now, the action of licking a bottle is a federal crime. Are we, are we prepared to cede that? Are you prepared to give up that power to the government? You know, we hear a lot about free speech, and this is just a quick example. Um, how you can't say bomb in a building or on an airplane, whatever same idea say the saying of a word can not be criminal now the law separates the part where it says well if you are if you are instilling um like if you're like inciting a riot um those type of things, making a, a threat, of, a threat of violence, they 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 do distinguish those things in the in the law. But the act of speaking something out of my mouth, you know, whatever it may be, you know, we they say hate crime or hate language, whatever hate speech. No. No, 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 speech. Is are there? By speaking, there is absolutely no way that you are committing a crime. And there, I don't care what anybody says. So when we look at these things, we got to measure it. Licking the bottle on the shelf. That's a federal crime that's going to... I'm being charged with making a, a terroristic threat. Like, like, like if somebody was going to blow a building up. You're telling me what I did measures up to the guy who actually made a terroristic threat because he thought he was making a bomb and he parked it underneath the building. Something like that. You're telling me my crime, licking the bottles, measures up to that? No. So we want to be careful, very, very careful and very, very vigilant. and we want to hold our our representatives to account because they are there in washington to be fighting for us and there are very few very few who are even raising these concerns and that concerns me a lot that that almost upsets me because i personally have a, a few guys in um, that I look to to fight for for what I believe in. And when they are silent on these type of issues, it upsets me because it it makes me want to ask, where the hell are you guys? Why aren't you raising your voices? Now, we are here in the citizenry, we are in a weaker position because if I get too loud, I will become a target. Because all it takes is one or two voices speaking clearly, clearly to the people about what's going on for there to start a, a um, you know, a reaction from the people uh, in the masses, most likely. got to keep an eye out on this. You got to keep an eye out because simply simply because they have declared a a a public health um, disaster, whatever. (laughs) We're going to surrender our liberties. I'm not. I'll tell you that much right now. I will not surrender and we got to stay informed why? because information information is key that's the ammo that we need you turn on CNN all they're going to tell you about all day is corona this corona that how many deaths trying to keep you scared over and over and over repetitive, repetitive, repetitive step outside that box they're not going to tell you about the guy who got arrested they might tell you about the guy who got arrested for hoarding medical supplies and make him look like a bad guy I can see that but they won't put anybody on their station that will question these uh, uh, abuses of of our civil liberties you won't see that So that means you need to go look for information elsewhere because you want to stay informed, okay? These are tricky times. They are tricky times. And I mean, you know, powerless to do anything. But we got plenty of power. We got our voices. We got our platforms. You know, socials, YouTube, podcasts. The question is what are you going to do, you out there? I you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep my eyes open. And I am going to look. Um, and reach out to um, to content providers that I trust for this type of information because this type of information doesn't seem to come along the transit uh, too often. You might find um, some of this stuff by digging around. Uh, Breitbart does a decent job about it but not really they're focused more on, on on different areas, so it takes it takes a little bit of digging to to find these types of articles that talk about these situations where civil liberties are are being um, are being uh, um, taken or abused. Sorry. Uh, So let me just throw out a few examples out there. Uh, I read another article that there was a lady driving alone, and I I was looking for it as we started the show, but now I am on the road. Uh, So I don't know what state it was in, but apparently she got pulled over and arrested for breaking the stay-at-home order, basically, uh, because she was driving alone, and I guess if you go to the store, you got to go in twos. I mean... I have no idea. Uh, uh, tried to find it, couldn't, okay. Um, the The guy that licked the bottles at the store, there was another, uh, actually another instance with a young woman who did the same, charged her uh, in the same manner uh, at another state. Uh, the guy in New York, um, The kids, uh, they weren't kids, but there was an early story about a guy who like bought up all the hand sanitizer, you know, he could, which ended up being like 18,000 units or something, right? And he was going to resell them on eBay, right? For a profit. Hey, supply and demand. This guy was smart. He didn't break no laws. Now he wasn't arrested but there was public pressure uh ebay wouldn't allow him to sell his product online Uh, and then the news of course made him out to be the bad guy because he's hogging up all the hand sanitizer what a jerk right um at that point they weren't arresting people for stuff like stuff like this yet um but but he felt the pressure from the so from the media and everything. So what he did is he donated it to someplace. So okay, great. Um, but the pressure will be on from 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 around you. You know, if you're not covered, if you're touching all over the handrail, I mean, there's no telling where this can go. You get the. You get the dang uh, politicians involved, uh, mayors, uh, county judges, all of this stuff. Oh man, we're in trouble. Make things that much more difficult. <sighs> Coffee, delicious. So. want to stay vigilant we want to keep our mind focused you know we want to stay sharp Um, trust but verify and we really got to look inside ourselves like how much will we give I mean if you're if you're fine if you're complacent and Everything's fine. Yeah, good, dude. nothing's gonna happen to you. Fine. But see, we don't think that way here at Thesis because we're not solely focused on ourselves. We focus on ourselves here at Thesis when we know it's about inner workings of my, of our minds and um, discipline. That's internal. That's one. That's me. But when we look at society, we are one together. So, so I hope I never get to the point where, where I'm only worrying about myself only and not everybody else. Right now, what we're doing, what we're going through, I'm. I feel. I feel this this pressure. I think it's it's a stress. But I'm I'm fine. I'm I'm making a living. I get to work. I made the cut. So, I'm okay. But what worries me is, is for everyone else. That's, that's what, what I worry about. I think that's what's stressing me out, is that, I feel the pain, but for others also, we gotta, we gotta make sure, that we are, um, empathetic to others. You know, they're going through a hard time right now. I cannot imagine not working. And then having to go through, you know, for filing Eiling. unemployment, all these things, it's, it's hard. It's hard. And I feel you out there. So when we when we talk about these issues here at Thesis, we wanna make sure that that we that we understand that we want to focus on bigger ideas that that affect society they affect us in an individual way sure but in return it also affects society as a whole so we want to we want to think that way constantly because <coughs> excuse me because i understand that through self-improvement of my own it reflects in in society and and also the more of us that are willing to work on ourselves internally to better ourselves the more of us there is the better society is that's what we do here. That's that's why we want to educate ourselves. That's why we want to question and that's why we want to dig and stuff because this is important. This is a whole package thing that we're doing here. I haven't really got into fitness. We will throw some of that in there because you've heard me talk about it. But that is also important too. But that is what we do here. We want to stay strong minded. We want to stay vigilant. We want to know and understand laws. We want to know and understand the Constitution because that is what protects us from government. We, we need to know these things for our own benefit. And that's why we do it. That's why we do it. And we have fun while we're doing it. Look, things get really rough really quick. I still feel as though this whole corona thing has been blown way out of proportion. As we get more data, the numbers are dropping in New York. The numbers are dropping quickly, which says a lot about the reporting that came out originally, early on. Because you would think it was the pandemic to end the wall of mankind. And no, it's not even turning out to be that way. But look at the damage we have done to our society. Look at the damage we have done to our economy. Why? Why do this to ourselves? And mind you, we didn't do it to ourselves. They did. Media politicians. They did this to us. Clay Jenkins, county judge, he is the one that made you get uh, to lose your job. Temporarily at least, but still, it is him. And what are you going to do about it? Nothing. You know why? Because you're just going to sit there at home, play your game, and wait for your check to come in from the federal government Is that what you're going to do? Are you just going to sit there and get your 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 liberties trampled on? Now, I don't expect you to stand up and say, "Yeah, let's 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 go to City Hall and and and, and show them a piece of our mind." No, I'm not expecting that. But freaking speak up. Speak up. Educate yourself of what the heck is going on. What are you going to do about it? Just going to sit there? you going to wait for the... For a big brother to take care of you for a big daddy to take care of you, just gonna sit there it's okay no I'm not I'm not I'm gonna be vocal I'm gonna be vocal and at this time I'm gonna stay strong I'm gonna keep my mind strong and my body strong and I'm gonna stay vocal and I'm gonna stay vigilant. you know why because it's more than about me. I don't care about me. I care about myself, but it's not about me. It's about the bigger picture, and that's what it has always been about. It's about the bigger picture. I have three children. They're young adults in their 20s. I wanna leave them, the, the society that I grew up in, free, a free society. That's what we're trying to preserve here. And how do we preserve it? By staying strong, by being strong, by educating ourselves, by fighting, by fighting these fights, these battles, and not just surrendering. When is somebody going to speak up? I mean, I, I had a little, uh When they voted to extend this, uh, this, uh, this social gathering stuff here in Dallas County, there was one vote, nay. And that was, um, one of our favorite guys, uh, (laughs) John Riley price. He's a character, but anyhow, he voted no to extend it because he sees, he sees the small business owner not being able to open their barbershop now. His, rash, his reasoning was a little bit, odd. Uh, I mean, we odd, but oh, I mean, OK, maybe he didn't articulate his ideas correctly because he did say my barbershop is closed, but everybody's hanging out at the liquor store. I mean, that didn't really. OK, but I understand what he's saying, though. He's saying all these small businesses, people are suffering and we can't extend this. We can't keep going on. But unfortunately, he was the only voice against. So. They voted to extend it to about May 30th. Can you believe that? May? No, no, May 20th. How do they know? What What is this date? What did they pull this date out of? I'll tell you where Judge Jenkins pulled it out of, pulled it out of his butt. You know, it's hard to think certain things through. Uh, I mean, sorry. It's hard to reach certain conclusions sometimes because then you'll just be called a kook or a monger or whatever. And, you know, I've been trying to figure this out, this whole corona scare. I've been trying to figure it out. And one of my friends asked, well, who wins? Who benefits from this? And that's interesting. And I think as I mull it out a little bit, I'm starting to figure out that it's the entity itself. We spoke about it on, on, on a free for all that we're still editing, and it will, it will be up soon. But uh, I'll tell you guys about it. It's the entity itself. Outside of whoever runs the government, the government becomes an entity. It becomes alive, like um, organic. It, it begins. It, it it lives on its own, no matter who's in charge, whether it's a Democrats, Republicans, whether it's a Republican president or a Democrat president. This this institution exists outside of any of that. Outside of whoever's in control, it exists and it has a job to do. So when I ask myself, like who who would benefit from something like this? I I I don't Because, see, I don't see The administration, right? Let's say President Trump's administration, I don't see them pushing against civil liberty stuff. So it's like, okay, so it's not coming from them. But then you hear about the Justice Department charging these kids with terroristic threats, okay? But each state has its own uh, um, attorney, the state attorney that represents the federal government in each state. And like, they're the ones that bring the cases. So, you know, okay. I can see that uh, some of these local authorities and, you know, in counties and cities and states are pushing their boundaries also. Why? Because even still, every system, whether it's the federal system, the state system or the local system, it it all it's an entity in, in its own. And they 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 will react similarly. It will react similarly whether we're looking at the federal entity or the local entity. They're going to push their boundaries. It's about power and laws and rules and regulation. That's that's what government is. Government is, is restrict restrictive, right? So when the question comes, it's like, well, who benefits? Well, government benefits. Government in the abstract, not political parties. Ensure they they're going to do what they do while they're there, but. We're looking at this from the outside as, as to try to find who or what is benefiting from, from this. And in the end, I think I'm coming closer to say, government, general government. Not like, oh, Trump wants to take power, or if it was Obama, oh, Obama wants to take power. No, it's government is taking power because government's still gonna exist after Trump and after whoever's next and after whoever's next this in, this institution continues to exist it continues to exist so so then we can see why some of these things happen the way they do Some of that stuff can be translated to political maneuvering maybe because of course you want good press, you don't want bad press, that you didn't do the right thing or or whatever. So so then they push, they over-exaggerate on the other end because they don't want to be shown on TV to the guy, the mayor, who didn't do nothing, who didn't tell people to stay home. But see, behind the scenes, and this is the stuff you don't see unless you're kind of a little bit political, politically savvy, which we'll get into later on as far as uh, knowing how the how the political system works. Now, see, in Texas, we had some of the counties declare lockdowns. Dallas County was one of the first. And then uh, uh, Harris County, um, uh, um, I'm sorry, and then in Austin, um, and then in Denton, and so 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 several of the major counties, de- you know, declared this this emergency to tell people to stay home and shut down businesses. And what did they do? So now we have let's say five or seven county judges together who all shut their counties down. Coming to the, they were coming to the governor, asking him to please shut down the whole state, but he refused. You know why because he is prudent and he understands that these things aren't they shouldn't be dealt with in that way because what does the panhandle have anything to do with the pandemic if there's no if there's no re if there's no if nobody has corona in the panhandle why shut it down east texas the the oil fields everything why shut it down so see so he refused but look they come to him and they press they try to pressure him to shut down the whole state. What would we be at right now if he would have shut down the whole state? We'd have been a whole heap of mess, I tell you what. But that's what they do. That's how political maneuvering works, because you want to pressure. You want to pressure. Oh, look, we're us seven major counties decided to do it. Why can't you, Mr. Governor? But see. They're loading up their weapons, their armory, for political bullets later on, whether he does or doesn't. So so if he does and the economy tanks, oh, well, he's the one that shut it down. And if he doesn't and more people get sick, oh, well, he's the one that didn't shut it down and everybody got sick. You see how it works? You find the angle that works for you in every situation. And when I see these things on TV, especially in, in the federal, in the federal government, you see the power plays and the, uh, the movements uh, of the political parties uh, pulling and pushing you know pushing levers and pulling strings and and spinning and trying to get on the right side of things even after they've already gotten on the wrong side of things that like you see this all the time if you have a clear mind and clear clear sighted you'd be able to see it really quick and how do we get there well we know how to get there we educate ourselves we strengthen our mind, our body, our soul, we'll be able to see things a little bit better, which is good for us in the long run. But yeah, there's a lot of political maneuvering around here. And whoever it is, they know the, they know how to play the game. So once, once the, the voices get loud about do something, the politician knows he has to at least look like he's doing something. You know? And uh, I'm going to give you a daily briefing of whatever, right, whoever it is, whether it's the president or a governor or whatever. So now everybody has daily briefings here in Dallas County. Judge Jenkins, he has daily briefings every day. Dude, I don't give a damn what you got to say anymore. Open up our freaking economy. That's all I got to say. That's all I want to hear coming out of your mouth, Judge Jenkins. And don't forget that you work for the people of, uh, uh, of the county of Dallas. You work for us. And then you come to us every night and you pontificate. You sit there and you act as if though though that you care or you do not care. Why? Because in Dallas County alone, there's about over 2 million population. And how many of those people uh, are sitting at home because of you, because of the choice that you made to shut it down? And then you come in front of us to pontificate. You come in front of us to act. To try to act like you're doing something for us. And the sheep clap. And the sheep, yes sir, yes sir. What did Jenkins say today? You know what? I don't give a damn what Jenkins said today. I don't give a damn what Fauci said today. Bricks. Any of these people. I don't give a fuck anymore. People are suffering out there. People are suffering. They need to pay their bills. They got bills. These bills aren't going to wait. Rent ain't going to wait. You think a a $1,200 check from the federal government is going to help anybody? A $1,200 check, you think that's going to put everybody uh, uh, mind at ease? What about these small businesses who won't be able to open back up once this is over with? Did y'all think about that? Yeah, so don't come to me on the TV screen talking shit about how you care about the people that you represent because you do not represent us. You represent an ideology that's so far away from what regular folks believe and think. But you don't care. Go ahead. Go ahead. Stand there on your podium. Plan out. Decree. Go ahead. You're going to have a lot of trouble on your hands, though. I tell you what, people these people who aren't used to being home, who, are, who love working, who want to go to work every single day, and you've made them stuck at home for two weeks now going on three weeks, oh, you're going to have a problem on your hands really freaking quick, and you're not going to be able to handle it. This isn't a threat. This is just what happens naturally in society. And it's happened over and over and over and over and over again and the history books show us so this is not some threat some veiled threat from anybody this is what happens the people the populace is much more smarter than what you think they are you come here you come on the screen and you tell us to cover our mouths you tell us to wash our hands to wear masks, to stay away from each other, to shut your business down, to not serve people in in your dining room, to not hang out in groups more than 10. What the hell do you think you are? Who the hell do you think you are? Who do you think you are? You are a public servant. And I'm tired of these public servants, whether they're from the local governments or the federal government, talking to us like we don't know what we need to do to survive. Like, we don't know what we need to do to feed our families. I'm tired of that. And what makes me even more upset is the sheep, is the sheep in the citizenry who fall right in line and never question anything. Cattle. You become cattle? You want to become cattle? Cattle. Think of the way you behave, whoever's listening out there. Think, are you part of this cattle mentality, this herd mentality, mentality, or are you gonna stand up against this stuff? Are you gonna be the lone voice in your family, in your community? Are you gonna be, which one are you gonna be? Because you know where cattle are led? They are led to slaughter. Oh, Jay, that sounds rough. Well, sometimes we need a slap in the face. Just like this whole corona thing. We needed a slap in the face to wake us up from our stupor and our slumber. Because we've been slumbering for so long now. We've been letting these political types separate us and divide us by skin color and gender and and how much money you have. You know what? Fuck you, Mr. Politician. Fuck you, Mr. Mr., uh, Professor of whatever the fuck. You pontificate to us, the regular common folk, trying to have us at our, each other's throat because of our skin color, because of our race, our gender, whatever. Fuck you. I hope people are awakening because I am tired of it and I know people are getting tired of it. And something like this, hopefully, works to benefit our society where we all come together despite our differences. In spite of our differences. I don't care what skin color you are. I don't care what religion you are, whether you call yourself a man or a woman, whatever you do in your bedroom, whatever. Dude, that doesn't matter. What matters is the big picture, it's all of us together. That's what matters. That's what matters. And these politicians, They think they're smarter than us. They think they're smarter than us. In Plato's Republic, in his theoretical city, his leaders, he called them philosopher kings because only philosophers would rise to the level of of leadership in his theoretical city. And look at some of these politicians. How do they talk to us? They know what's good for us. They know what's good for the environment. They know what's good for the economy. They know what's good for my children, my family. They know what's good for me. They know everything all of a sudden. No. You are no philosopher kings. You are servants. And you do what we say. This is an election year, people. Let's not forget. We're going to get into that. But this is an election year, and so much is riding on what's going on around us. Are we just going to sit back? Or are we going to participate? And by participation, I don't mean just go get in line and vote. That's the least thing you can freaking do. Go stand in a fucking line and push a button. Shouldn't be proud of that. I voted. Okay, great. I farted. What's the difference? You know what you should be proud of? If you go and you reread the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, Madison's Notes, there is so much valuable information out there that'll help you strengthen who you are and what you believe, strengthen you as an American citizen. That's what we are. We're Americans. We are not servants. We are not divided into classes, upper class, middle class, lower class. That's a bunch of garbage. We are Americans. We are intelligent. We are brave. We are strong. And yes, we are cowboys. The world sees us as cowboys. You know why? Because we are freaking cowboys. Our spirit is like the spirit of the cowboy. That's what we are. That's what America is. That's what being an American is. And we're stronger than this. We're tougher than this, we're smarter than this, and we're gonna get through this, okay? Okay, guys, well, I wanna thank you for for sticking around with us. Um, I hope you enjoyed the show today. We're gonna be doing more and more. I'm working on. Uh, we had a free for all this weekend, and I'm editing it, editing, editing it together for you. So it'll be up soon. Uh, thanks for stopping by. If you like what you heard, please subscribe. Consider giving us a four star rating. Tell your friends about it, uh, and share. Share with your friends. Uh, you can send messages if you have questions on the on the Archer page. You can send a message, a vocal message or a text message. I'd love to hear from you, Uh, any questions, any topics you want to hear me talk about. um, I'm grateful for you guys. Thank you for showing up. Uh, Check your feed often because there will be shows coming on the pike and we got a lot of interesting stuff planned for you guys, so I want to thank you again for being with us. Um, Be safe out there, man. Uh, Let's get through this together and uh, don't forget, we we are all Americans. And I love you guys. Thank you. This has been Thesis. Everything is everything with your host, Jay Marie.